0: Are you looking for a podcast about a chalice full of blood? Well, then you must be
1: thinking of another podcast. Oh!
0: Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you?
1: I am wonderful. How are you?
0: i'm good i'm pretty good good i don't know if it's like the cooler weather but i feel like good shit is coming it's about to be like holiday season i mean we're in a holiday season right now yeah know? i
1: just like we're neck deep in it
0: <laughs> yeah and then like we're gonna do it again next month and that's we gonna sure happen are. again next month and it's like i'm ready i'm just ready for this i actually don't feel ready this year <laughs> to tell oh, you the really? truth
1: yeah i don't I, i'm not in the spirit yeah, which is unusual for me like normally by july i'm like bring on the christmas but yeah it hasn't hit me yet um although i am putting my tree up on november 1st which is nice. the day this comes out so as you're listening to this know that my tree is up
0: hmm. well actually we're probably not going to ban the season because i think taylor is going to ban christmas now
1: oh what happened
0: <laughs> because we went to costco and they have a really nice like fake tree with pre-lit lights and shit shit in it yeah and it's fucking really awesome (laughs) man we got
1: a tree and it's like
0: 700 bucks
1: yeah they're like fucking expensive (laughs) we we got a tree from sam's a couple years ago and it's like very tall it's like nine feet tall inordinately tall and it's so it's pre-lit and it's pretty and it's in like three pieces so you just like boom boom bam trees up and it's it's amazing
0: yeah, we looked at that one, and she just, like, stood in there and cried and hugged it. And the people <laughs> were like, ma'am, you need to let like, go. And she was like, get <laughs> away from me! And it was the whole thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was a really nice tree. And, like, I half thought about it until we looked at the price. And I was like, it's just not happening. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no. That's it's fuck- it's done. I would rather spend the money on, because Taylor's really into Nutcrackers. Oh, Yeah. She fucking loves nutcrackers, and there's a life-size nutcracker at Costco right now. Life-size is in, like, it's, like, human height? Like, like, people-sized. That's terrifying. Kelsey, it's huge. (laughs) I don't like that. And he's cool. Like, I like him. Okay. Uh,
1: Speaking of cracking things, though, can we pop this thing?
0: I'm fucking ready. I've been waiting to get into this duck pepper all day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been hitting the sauce kind of hard lately. <laughs> I've been doing like three a day, chugging them Peps. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Costco and stuff, I went to see James Bond with my mom and my dad last Sunday. Right? Uh huh. I was like, I'm gonna go do that, and normally I take the puppies with me, but I was like, well, we're gonna be in the car, and then I'm just gonna put Bulbasaur back in a crate. And then leave Jinx to go see Bond to then come back, put him back in the car, and then drive him back home. I was like, they're not going to have fun with that, right?
1: No, that doesn't sound like a good time.
0: So I left him at home. Okay. And I was like, just make sure Bulbasaur poops before you leave for work, because Taylor goes in a bit later. And she goes, no poop. He didn't poop. Okay. I was like, well, this is going to go bad. I wanted to get gas but i get gas at costco now you're just like fully in the costco realm dude costco's gas is 30 cents cheaper every time you get gas you have been dipped in the costco sauce by your heel (laughs) i have already made my money back and then some okay (laughs) on the membership right yeah we really should just upgrade to the bigger one and get the credit cards and they pay us to go in there that would oh be great oh my god
1: you're going to go into so much debt in costco <laughs> nah
0: does uh, sam's do gas yeah do you ever get gas at sam's not really is it any cheaper i have no idea i <laughs> never i've never, oh I've never looked at it honestly because i mean but i mean costco is like 30 cents cheaper that is a big difference
1: that's pretty significant yeah i that's think a huge difference i so I remember when Bucky's first opened, they did, they were like 30 cents cheaper than all the surrounding gas stations. But now, and I'm they're talking not. about the, now they're not, they're like equal to everything else. And I'm like, it was a scam to get me used to coming
0: to this Bucky's. Yeah. They might be five cents cheaper, maybe yeah. sometimes, but it's never like a big difference. Yeah. I never go there
1: shocked anymore,
0: but yeah,
1: um, yeah maybe I should look at getting Sam's gas.
0: Probably should, but since Costco's four minutes away from me, yeah, that's not bad. The main reason we got the membership was for the gas.
1: Yeah, the closest Sam's is like a twenty-minute drive up the highway, so it's not like I can just pop on over to get some mm, gas.
0: Yeah, it's probably not great, but every time you get gas, it's at least a thirty-minute ordeal because the line for gas. They have people that are strictly, like, traffic enforcer people at the gas spot all day long. Oh, my God. Because so many people go there for gas. That's ridiculous. I know they fill it up at least once to two times a day. Okay. Like, the big 18-wheelers come and, like, refill the tanks. Fuck, that's so much. They go through a fuck ton of gas. It's so cheap! <laughs> and I didn't know that many people had fucking Costco memberships. Costco is always packed with people. I thought it was a bit more like, ooh, you know, like, people don't want to do that. Yeah. So I went for gas. It took, like, 30 minutes. And I was like, this is going to suck. Bulby's going to have made a mess. Right? Yeah. And, like, I knew he was going to make a mess. But I didn't think he was going to, like, be spiteful about it. Oh, no. (laughs) So he... This is going to forever go down as the bolby shit storm of 2021 oh lord because he shit in his crate three times
1: three times
0: three times
1: oh my god
0: he just like rolled in it i oh, guess oh no and it was and somehow it came out of All four sides of the crate onto the carpet outside of that. Oh my
1: god. He was just pressing his asshole up against the grate and letting it spray. Yeah.
0: So this is I'm I'm gonna send you photos. Oh I don't I don't want photos dropper. Hang on, I sent it to the wrong place. I have to get rid of it. Where'd
1: you put it?
0: I put it in the secret Discord.
1: (laughs) Oh no. Delete. Don't do that. <laughs> so one like, what person, the fuck is that? One person will have been watching and like they see a picture of shit and then it disappears. Like,
0: like what? What? Robert's
1: secret fetish? What was that?
0: <laughs> so this was the outside ring. Good Lord. I That's... mean, he he's a tiny dog and it's a tiny crate. So it's not like a huge surface area. Yeah. But, like, look at just the little nuggets yeah. on all sides. That's
1: quite a lot of nuggets. That's not what I was expecting. I was expecting, like, like shotgun spray mess,
0: you know? No. No. I mean, it was all pretty solid. Okay. But then there was, like, the bed inside that was just the true horror of... Bulbasaur!
1: <laughs> I have to delete this. <laughs> I- not, not looking at that for the duration of the show. <laughs>
0: oh, my God.
1: So, oh, anyway. Gross. I
0: yeah. was cleaning for four hours at, after I got <laughs> home. I would have just thrown it all away. <laughs> because. Like, <laughs> including the dog. Yeah. So, all right. So, I just picked up the crate from by the top, walked it outside with him in it. Right? <laughs> And then I like scruffed him and got him out and then immediately gave him a bath. I was like, you're first. That's
1: good. Is there like a dog washing station at your apartment? Like you have a hose outside or something?
0: No. That was the bathtub. Oh God. Your poor bathtub. That was the bathtub. And well, so like our, our like guest bathroom, we have like the spray shower head. Yeah. Just to give the dogs baths and stuff. Okay. So give him a bath. It's all good. He smells great. And then it was the carpet. because I was like, all right, the crate's outside. That's just, that can stink out the world. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do the carpet. So it was like picking up all the pieces and then the carpet shampooer thing, which I ran over it like four times. God. And then I had to let it dry because when we were potty training the cats and they would keep missing the litter box. Yeah. Yeah. The carpet was just so stinky. Yeah. So Taylor found this, like, baking soda, like, pet stuff, and you, like, sprinkle it on the carpet, and then you let it sit for 30 minutes, you vacuum it up, and, like, it fixes the carpet. And Shit. it is fucking a miracle. Nice. What that thing does. Well, the carpet stinks still, so I did the, uh, baking soda stuff, and while that set for the 30 minutes, I threw his bed in the washing machine... All by itself. And I Good. had it rinse three times. Okay. I did it in the hottest water.
1: <laughs> it still doesn't heaviest, feel like enough.
0: Heaviest soil Oof. with a full load of detergent, which is normally for like a extra plus load. All all for the one item plus Good a full Lord. fabric softener load. That like that's a lot of shit that came from that little dog. Yeah. He if if you let him, he'll poop like five times a day. Oh, my God! Like, like full solid poops. He is a tiny poop machine that <laughs> that dude. Um, so anyway, clean that, and then I got uh, like paper towel and our green spray, and then by hand, like cleaned every single rung on that whole crate. you know, yeah. And then by then, the carpet stuff was done, so I got to vacuum that, do all that. Had to light a candle, ventilate everything, and it's like it never happened now. Good. But it was, it was a sight. That's when up. when I discovered it.
1: I can't, I don't even know how I would react. I would just put the dog outside and forget that I ever had one.
0: So basically, now I will never leave him home alone again.
1: Yeah, that was that's a mess. Uh, if you want to see photos of that, are, are we
0: allowed to no post no photos of shit on instagram if you want to see photos of that you know how to get in touch with me (laughs) (laughs) you need to request them from me personally and then i'll give them to you great um so anyway in better news i saw a funny tiktok and i wanted to ask you a question about stuff okay i saw the funniest tiktok ever it was like the year 2077 and this lady's like, "Dad, look, we just can't anymore. We have to put you in this home. They're going to treat you so nice here. Things are going to be great. I'm sorry." And the okay. dad's just like, oh, "Oh." And then the kid's like, "Hey, grandpa'm I'm doing I'm doing an essay on the early 2000s. What's vine? Oh boy. <laughs> and then like the mom goes, "No, why did you do that?" And he goes, Ugh. Oh, I don't want him alone."." Oh. And, the, and, and then they're like, oh, my God, make it stop. And he's like, look at all those chickens. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just saying, like, different fine things, right? Yeah. And it made me think, are old people not really senile? They are just quoting the things they found funny <laughs> oh when God. they were younger. Can you <sighs> imagine when we are old and you're talking to children in the future and you're like, Some kid's like, look, I got an A on my report card. And then you just go, good soup. (laughs) What the fuck are they going to think about that? I don't know know if,
1: like, (laughs) I don't know if today's old people had memes when they were growing up, you know? Like, I think they did. They they must have had, yeah, something. They didn't call memes. I don't know. Well, yeah.
0: But, like. I think we're going to be kind of the first generation that, you know, like, had the internet in that capacity. That we're going to yeah. be fucking weird when yeah. we we're old people. <laughs> Nursing homes are going to be lit, fam. Like, you're going to be in this old folks' <laughs> home and, you know, the kid's going to come to see grandpa or grandma. And he walks by this room of, like, old dudes watching this TV and it's just going,
1: We the moon! <laughs>
0: du, 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 du. You know?
1: A potato flew around my room last night.
0: (laughs) So me and Taylor were just thinking about all these things that like uh, we would say to a kid that they would just be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. Yeah. I mean, pretty much
1: any and every Vine is intensely quotable and would be weird. I would say weird taken out of context, but that's the thing about Vines that there's just no context anyway. So that's that's why it was so funny.
0: I, I catch Taylor doing the, um, still haven't found my berries guy, like, all the time still. <laughs> she still quotes him, like, way oh too God. much. Can you imagine, just when we're old, would we teach the younger generation these things? Would we be like, hey, you gotta check this out. Look at all those chickens. And they're like, <laughs> why? And we're like, That's funny. And they're this is like, humor no. in
1: my day, sonny. And they're
0: like, why is that funny? <laughs>
1: <God>. like, <laughs> Back like, in my day, we call you an epic fail.
0: Like, <laughs> like you with <laughs> your nieces now. Yeah. Do you ever present them a thing that is just so far removed from their generation?
1: I, no, I have no idea how to talk to children in the first place.
0: So. That's how you talk to them. You just say memes to them and then they'll be like, that's cool, I guess. i just like i just can't get the idea of being old and quoting vines out of my head and i think it's the most beautiful thing i've ever seen or thought of
1: that's how it's gonna go i mean
0: i cannot (laughs) wait for that future
1: i hope that like vine compilations i know that they're uploaded to youtube currently but whatever like permutation of that we have 50 years from now i want them to still
0: exist you know (laughs) Well, then I was thinking, you know how every generation brings stuff back.
1: Yes, unfortunately.
0: Are we gonna turn like sixty one day, and then like one day we're out, and there's just these kids that are like good soup, and you're like, oh, <laughs> and then you like walk over, and be like, I was there. I was I there know when the that, that was made. Good soup, and they're like, you can't say good soup, and you're like, I I invented good soup. <laughs> <laughs> You fight with young kids about, I did this! And I feel like that's what people do now when they're like, bell-bottoms were far before! Yes. You know? Man. Because I've never understood it, but I feel like this is my side of the world that would be what I fought with. Like, <laughs> you didn't come up with what are those. Like, we were around oh for God. what are those.
1: We were in the trenches. Back up. You don't even know.
0: We fought for what are those, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if there was a question there i just wanted to bring you that thought and let you mull on that for the rest (laughs) of your life thank you for that constantly wondering should i tell a younger generation about
1: this i mean we won't have to wonder for very long i feel like the younger generation's about to have their own kind of memes and we'll feel so alienated from them we'll have
0: to bring it up we already feel alive they they already do like sheesh sheesh." (laughs) Sheesh. yeah i I fucking (laughs) hate that shit (laughs) but like they probably think, well, look at all those chickens. It's so stupid. You know,
1: they just don't understand.
0: <laughs> they don't understand. And I don't want to understand. Sheesh. I don't <laughs> like it. I hate it. Although I find it so amusing of an idea, just like what it is. I'm like, that's interesting, but you'll never catch me just out in public. Mm, you know, <laughs> I can't do that one. I feel like I'm a little front-loading this, but I have I have more shit for you. Okay. I just want to tell you about this. I talked about it. Zombie Tramps, Kickstarter went live, right? Yes.
1: Like, the second... <laughs> well, it it went live, what, last Tuesday, right?
0: Uh, it was the 21st, so last Thursday. Ah, it was right after our
1: stream, because yes. I remember you and I were on together, and you oh, looked yeah. at your phone... <laughs>
0: For Friday Roundup, yeah.
1: Yes. Um. So tell people what happened.
0: Well, so this is what happened, and I've gotten over it. It's fine.
1: Okay, I'm not over it.
0: If if you were one of the first seventy five backers, you got this really cool like metal card, like it's like it like it's some exclusive like tin metal zombie tramp card thing. Yeah, it's fucking cool. It's fucking like, cool.
1: Holographic Charizard, but Zombie trans
0: So I was like, I got this. It says right here, 8. Yeah, it was 8. I can't even remember now, but the, there was a time and it was PST, which makes sense because this guy is in California. Right? Yeah. I was like, all right. Pacific time to Central is two hours ahead. So, okay. Yeah. It said like 7. So I need to be on at 9. Cool, we're good. So, you know, we're doing all the stuff. And when we got done, I checked my email, and I had an email from 30 minutes prior that said it went live. And I was like, motherfucker, did it early? We're doing a whole PlayStation 5 shit right now? (laughs) Because the PlayStation 5 pre-orders were set to go live on a certain date, and then all the stores just did it like a week before. Yes. So if you were waiting on that date... You're fucked now, right? Yeah. So I was pissed because I was number
1: 382.
0: Man. Out of – seven. so, like, it was the first 75, and I was 382, so I was way outside the limit, right? Yeah. And I even called my mom pissed. (laughs) I was like, I'm fucking pissed, mom. The guy fucked me. He fucked me over. He, he, He released it early. What a jackass. And I was like, look, it says right here. It says, this time, it says, EST, E-S-t. <laughs> e- That's Eastern Time.
1: Oh, man. I
0: was like, oh. He started it on time. That sucks, though. I'm so mad for you. Okay. And so I wrote him and was like, I read it wrong, and he just goes, uh, sucks. <laughs> 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 but I was hoping that maybe... That was, like, the incentive, and then he'd, like, release them as some of the stretch goals. Yeah. That is not a thing. Boo. Uh, He has posted a lot of the stretch goals, and I just wanted to show them to you because they're fucking cool. (laughs) Okay. Uh, This was funded- this was the fastest any of his things ever got funded, and it is sitting at the most right now.
1: Funded in seconds, it says. Funded within
0: SECONDS.
1: I wish to one day attain that level of fame and notoriety.
0: Yeah, he wanted eight thousand dollars, and since being on here with you right now, it has gone up at least a thousand because it was sitting at nine hundred and forty something backers when we got on. Wow! Now it's at nine fifty nine. I wanted to show you some stuff because he added some of the new shit on there.
1: Okay.
0: And I was like, "Oh yeah, I would need some of that shit." And I think you might get a kick out of one of them.
1: I love all the different art styles that come with Zombie Tram.
0: So, yeah, it's all different people that, like, he works with. Yeah. So, like, this guy, this guy is actually the guy who drew the cover that I saw of her for the first time. Ah. Uh, TM Chu. And it's funny, because I, like, don't really like this, this cover. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, I didn't really like any of these exclusive covers. mm because I told you I really wanted a Bill McKay because he's my favorite person that draws her. Yeah. And I don't like this cover. Oh. <laughs> like, I don't like it. And then there's another one that I was into. But, well, okay. Actually, oh. I really like this one.
1: Yeah, that one's cool. That's like pin-up style. Betty Page. Yeah. I,
0: I, like, love this one. But I was like, I don't know. I don't I don't need it.
1: Whoa. Some of these. <laughs> <This> <laughs> one. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Woof.
0: Um, I kind of like this one. It's, like, shiny, you know? Yeah. Like it's cool. But I was like, meh. Uh, I actually liked this one because it said, I'm back. Uh-huh. Right? But look at this tiny face. Yeah, that's a weird
1: little face, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and I was like, well, ruined. <laughs> anyway, this one went, like, a little too hard with, like, foot detail. Oh, wow. That dude is into feet. <laughs>
1: yeah, big time. Look <laughs> <You're> at like <laughs> like, lines and wrinkles on her feet. Like, yeah. And- intimate little details
0: i know like none of the rest but just right oh yeah right
1: here
0: i like this one but i only like this cover with the glowing eyes yeah that one's cool okay but anyway these were the stretch goals so have you done kickstarter before
1: um i i don't know if i well okay yeah we've kickstarted a couple of board games
0: okay so when you give money to them usually they'll be like all right like we have what we want But if we get more than we want, we'll give you more stuff. Yeah. So, like, if you hit a certain goal, you just get more free stuff without having to pay more money. You just get more than you paid for, right? Yeah. So, he's giving out stuff, and I was like, holy shit. So, I I get a zombie tramp patch. That's cool. Like, an embroidered patch, which I think is cool. Uh, a 10-inch... So here's another patch with her in a coffin, uh-huh. all black and white. That's cool. Then here's more of these cards. Ooh! I don't think they're metal ones like the other one.
1: Okay, just random collector cards?
0: Yeah, but it's like stills from the flip book that I'm already gonna get that does this.
1: <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> Isn't it fucking cool? Flipbook? I love,
0: right... There, where it, like, exhausts her changing back. I yeah, think that's, that's really neat. that's pretty awesome. So it's just, like, like little cards from that. So, I mean, I'll already have that flip book, but now I have these. Yeah. Like, all right. Uh, a sticker, <laughs> which, is, which is cool. But I really wanted to tell you this for one thing. Okay. That I thought you'd really like. Is it a waifu pillowcase? No, but I did buy that. Oh, my God. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> You were so into me having one before, so I bought this one. <laughs> yes! I want this for you. I this bought it. This is the life
1: you need to live.
0: I bought it. I really want this hoodie. <laughs> oh, that's but, a cool hoodie. Uh, so anyway, she has a book. I honestly can't remember what it's called. I think it's still just called The Necronomicon. Okay. Right? And so she has a book. That she reads spells from, and that's kind of how this happens, where she can like change from like a person back to the zombie and shit. Okay. So she can turn into a person at will, but she has to like speak a spell. Alright. And the spell book can do a whole bunch of other things, and one of the storylines in it early on was that a kid like scanned it into a computer and uploaded the spell book to the internet. Oh, my God. And so kids all over the world were downloading it and using spells and, like, fucking with other kids and shit. Okay. So there was a whole, like, bullying arc where these girls were, like, using the spellbook to fuck with a girl. Oh, shit. But anyway, that spellbook, when she speaks to stuff, it's like a weird set of symbols on the page. Yeah. It's like you don't really know what it is that she's saying. Okay. Because they reached... by the way. Good lord. Do you know what he's giving us? I just thought you'd like this. A decoder? He's giving us a cipher. Oh my god, cool! (laughs) So now you can go back to any issue of Zombie Tramp where she's using a spell and you can decode what she's saying.
1: That's amazing that he like actually put in the work to create his own cipher and wrote out actual spells instead of just writing random symbols and shit. Like that's an occasion. I love that.
0: Yeah. So uh, if you want, I'll give you all my books and you can just, you can decode all my stuff.
1: homework. (laughs) (laughs) Homework.
0: (laughs) So yeah, I'll give you some homework to do. Oh my God. I'm so happy. Uh, Then I get a four inch enamel pen, which I'm super into, but I think I'm going to pay the 10 bucks and get the kinky version. (laughs) Okay. And then I thought you'd like this one. you like Nirvana? sure. He just finished his first exclusive cover for the stretch goals, and we have a Nirvana inspired (laughs) cover. It's just champ,
1: like, floating naked in the pool.
0: (laughs) Wonderful. So, yeah, there's a cute kinky, and then extra kinky. Whoa. Anyway, I went into this whole thing basically to tell you I have a cipher for you to decode stuff with. (laughs) Excellent. Which I think is kind of dumb that, like, it's right here? Yeah. I mean like it's right here. But like I'll have a physical one, I guess, right? Yeah, sure. But I mean he he put a picture of it up on the on the Kickstarter, so you could just copy paste and now boom, everyone in the world has it.
1: Yeah, that's a little odd. I wonder if he like if he was if he was smart about it, he could have
0: like a, a fake cipher, yeah. Like, like maybe? I don't know. But anyway, I have homework for you. So every, every page that has a spell on it, I'll send you a screenshot. Fuck yeah! And then you got to tell me to drink my Ovaltine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you for that. Don't, don't thank me just yet. Oh, okay. Because I don't know what you'll think about this one. I've just, I've just been getting into some weird shit. Okay. Okay. I've been listening to some podcasts at work I've Been like, Trying to get back into it so maybe we can start doing No Sleep again. Fuck yeah. I was doing one that I had saved. It was from when The Last of Us came out. Uh Uh-huh. And so it's a year old, but it's them going all through the story of part one and then all through the story of part two. Okay. Deep dives with the creators and everything that it means. And I think you would love it. I think it's very cool. The director said something that really bothered me. And I had to learn about this. I know that I've showed you... I've showed you the Rat King from The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. The, like, big, like, amalgamation of bodies that are just fused together, right? Uh Uh-huh. You... You remember that. Oh, yeah. Vividly. Okay. Well, here he is again. So, he's talking about, you know, how they came up with stuff in the game, and then he said, yeah, you know, the Rat King, he's based off of Rat Kings. You know. Uh Uh-huh. That, like, you know, are a thing. Are you about then, to tell me that you just found out about Rat Kings? <laughs> I just learned what a fucking Rat King is.
1: It's the worst thing in the whole damn world, isn't it? Oh, Why?
0: I So, then we can be spared photos, because I don't really like them. No, <laughs> they freak me yeah, out. Don't send me any photos of Rat Kings, please. Uh, <laughs> listeners, don't Google it. Why do you know about
1: a Rat King? I don't. No, (laughs) i think it was something that was also in video game media at some point Haler said that
0: she's like i don't know i i just know
1: yeah i just know it's a thing it's a terrible thing it's like so for for people who don't know it's like rats oh like the concept of it makes my tailbone hurt it's like rats (laughs) that get stuck together in the sewers like they'll sleep in a pile or something and their tails will get tangled up and like so entangled that they can't can't get
0: get away from each other.
1: Yeah. So they just like become a mass and then they like get more rats into it. And it just becomes this like tangled ball of rats and they live that way. And it's, it's just
0: so horrifying. It's truly horror right there. It's like a real thing. And I was like, wow, I thought they like came up with this idea to be creepy in the game when this whole game is always based off of reality. And I should have thought, how did they come up with that? Yeah. Because, you know, I hear Rat King and I think the Nutcracker. Is he in the Nutcracker? Well, the Rat King is like the bad guy in the Nutcracker. Oh. But, but like, he's like, he's just a rat that is a king of other rats. He's like a rat king, which is different than a rat king of massive entangled animals.
1: Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely, like, play on words with the, with Rat King in media, because I've definitely seen lots of little, like, Rat Kings, which is very cute. You know, they have a little crown. It's a thing. But, yeah, Rat Kings. The horror, the horror that is Rat Kings is bad.
0: Yeah, I never knew that that's where this idea came from, or yeah. that it was so on the nose with why it was named such. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty fucking gross. <laughs> yep, I just learned that, like, three days ago. Okay. And I was I'm sorry like, for you. <laughs> do people know about this? And it seems like people do. So, you guys can tell me all, all about how I just don't know my history. But I guess I don't. Because I never had heard of rats living in the sewers entangled into a mass of bodies. Yeah. And it freaks me out. <laughs> like... I wouldn't even look at the photos. Taylor was just like scrolling through them like, yeah, I know all about this. And I was like, I I don't even want to say, I still haven't really looked at the photos. Yeah. Don't look at them. I just don't want to.
1: No, you don't need it in your life. Like
0: it's, it'll burn into your brain. Yeah. No, I already, I already gave in and looked at the pony jar thing. Like we're done. I
1: did not. And I'm not going to
0: Google a pony
1: jar because I can imagine what it is. We're good. I can imagine what it is and I
0: don't need to see it. We're good um you want
1: to talk about happier stuff
0: i do because okay. i'm getting like itchy about rat kings right now
1: <laughs> yeah okay so i finished cora fuck yeah you gotta finish cora
0: <laughs> yeah it's just like another person that's just left us in the dust <laughs> okay
1: you know what happens at the end though right
0: with asami yeah 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 I
1: know. okay so i guess spoilers for the final season of cora final episode
0: um I mean, it's not a spoiler, <laughs> at least at, at, least that one piece, like everybody knows that already.
1: Yeah. Like, I didn't know, I didn't know that it was canon. Like, I've always seen fan art, of course, but like,
0: Dude, I didn't know
1: it was a real thing. When we
0: first started going into Korra and you were like, yeah, I keep seeing that, but like, why is it such a thing? I was like, because it <laughs> is a thing.
1: Yeah, apparently.
0: Well, like, it's not even a dream. I, I, I just wanted to be like, it's the reality. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I have mixed thoughts on it. <laughs> like, I was
0: gonna ask, did it feel valid? So by the here,
1: end, here's the thing: is like the they spent a lot of time building their friendship, Korra and Asami, and it was a really like beautiful female friendship, and it just was organic in the way that it developed over time. You know, they started by like being rivals, fighting over a boy, and by the yeah. end of it, they're just like BFFs. Yeah, and then fuck boys. Fuck boy. Yeah. (laughs) And then like at the, at the very end of the episode, the very end of the show, they're just like both sitting there looking out over some mountains and talking together and just talking about like, I don't want to go back to the party yet. I'm exhausted. I just would rather sit here with you. And they, they have this really sweet moment where they're just like gazing out at the mountains and the mountains, which this is really cool. (laughs) They're, they're colored like the bisexual flag, like the sun is setting over them. So there's like this, like the sky is pink and then there's like purple light on the mountains and the rest of it's blue. And I was like, holy shit. Okay. And, and then they like, uh, they have a moment where they're like, let's go on vacation together. Let's get away from everything because it's been a crazy couple of years and we deserve a vacation. And so Cora's like, let's just go into the spirit realm. And they, they walk over to the spirit portal and they hold hands and they look into each other's eyes and I was like feeling something, you know. I was like, "Is this? <laughs> Are they okay. about to kiss?" And then, and then it just ends. And I think that there's so much room for interpretation. Like, if I was not a person who was extremely aware of the bisexual flag, <laughs> I probably wouldn't have picked up on like, "Oh, they're gonna date," or I mm-hmm. would just I would just be like, "Oh, they're they're gal pals having a good time no. in the spirit world." Um, I think. I think the problem is that I watched Steven Universe first. Okay. And I was absolutely spoiled by the amount of, like, gay love we got in Steven Universe. Yeah. <laughs> like, that that show hits you over the head with, like, all sorts of LGBTQ plus stuff. You get the yeah. full experience. It's like, oh, everybody can love everybody and it's fine. And gender is a spectrum. And this show, it didn't do that. It, it was very much just, like... It was really <laughs> I'm trying to find the words for it. I don't know. It was so subtle. It was just so subtle.
0: Well, I think it was also the first.
1: Yeah. So because I this
0: this ended first. So I think it was like, you know, we're going to do it, but we're just going to like we're going to nod to it.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. So, that like I, after this, I know that everyone always talks about like Cora's the iconic bisexual haircut. <laughs> and so, okay. I was like, I had to Google. I was like, okay, Cora bisexual, just to see what came up. And there was a, a post that the creator of the show made. I think it was on Tumblr because, of course, it's on Tumblr. Uh, okay. They were saying that they were only allowed to show like kind of nuances they were they were allowed to allude to like maybe there's more than a friendship here but they couldn't actually have them like confirm it, it and they couldn't kiss they couldn't do anything like overtly homosexual you yeah. know they had to keep it like PG because it's a children's show which pisses me off because Cora is nothing <laughs> like a children's show in my eyes I, I feel yeah. like like we've talked about it before several times it's the grown-up version of Avatar and oh yeah I think that they had plenty of room in there for two women to kiss, but it didn't happen. And I know that the creator wanted it and the creator did confirm like, this is canon. They are together. They are bisexual and they love each other.
0: The only thing I can give you to that is, you know, this was Nickelodeon. Yeah. And Steven is Cartoon Network. And I feel like Cartoon Network has always been leaps and bounds about the boundaries about, like, breaking down boundaries? Yeah, I mean, Adventure Time was such a weird show. Like, I remember when that show started, I thought to myself, why does a show like this exist? It's like 10 minutes of, like, nonsense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I was like, H- why Why would a network release this? You yeah. Know? But it, like, started a whole new type of show, and Nickelodeon's never had a show that way. I mean they had Ren and Stimpy sure, but that was like gross out stuff. It was never Yeah. boundary stuff. It wasn't ever pushing what a cartoon could be. Right. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, like the structure of it. It was there's always like like regular show breaks out that boundaries too. Like they take yeah. they take an idea and they're like what if we made this as acid trippy as possible? And like, that's what they do.
0: And Cartoon Network. Yeah. Like cartoon Network, I feel like I have grown an affinity for them because of the way they treat animation they give it yeah free reign i grew up i grew up like
1: on nickelodeon watching that only pretty much and as an adult i've grown to appreciate cartoon network so much more
0: (laughs) i feel like i'm the same yeah well now i'm more interested in the end because i've never seen the mountain thing i've only ever seen a spirit portal thing it's so subtle. If you blink you'll miss it. Let me
1: just Google Cora bisexual mountains so I can show yeah. you. Bisexual like, mountains.
0: Like I know this scene 100%. Like I've seen that image cuz when it ended it was just like Cora's gay and they like <laughs> would always show the scene of them holding hands right here. Yeah. So I have seen that image for like 8 years. Yeah. But I've never seen I guess this thing before it. Oh. And it's almost kind of the pansexual flag,
1: like, in in a way, because it has that yellow beam in the center.
0: Yeah, this thing.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you see how, like, it's purple and then, like, pink and blue, and it's just, like, all the the
0: colors and the stripes. Yeah. Now well, let's pull up these flag. Okay, well, so here's somebody that, you know, put the bi flag right next to it.
1: Yeah. It don't get much clearer, right? For, for a children's show that can't say it out loud they're like but look at the mountains
0: would you say the pansexual flag
1: yeah so the pansexual flag is like a blue okay. bar it's it's uh vertical stripes like like italy yeah <laughs> and the the blue bar on the left the pink bar on the right and then the yellow bar in the middle
0: and so i can see that too i mean yeah. i feel like that goes both ways ha ha <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah You know what? I probably wouldn't have picked up on that, especially with, like you said, how fast it goes. Yeah. I'd have probably been staring at them and not the mountain range. (laughs) Yeah. That sucks now because Taylor's going to hear this and know it beforehand, and I want to know if she would have picked up on it. Oh, you have to watch it before this episode airs. (laughs) You have to hurry. I'll be like, all right, you can't listen to the next one. Okay. (laughs) Or at least a certain part. Yeah. Yeah. We got to the spoiler tags. Okay. I mean, you're talking about that, but now give me, give me, give me a rating. I loved this show. Like it was, it was so good. It touched
1: my heart in all the right ways. It was beautiful. It was well done. All the characters had growth. It did a time skip, but in a way that worked, I was like, I was really impressed with it. It's honestly so well put together. And, I'm happy that they did it in just four seasons. I think that it's the perfect yeah. little package that they just, they had a story to tell. They told it and they got out. Yeah. I might
0: just be like, all right, we're going to watch like two a night and get the show done.
1: You gotta, you gotta get it out. I mean, they're not even that long and half of them by the no. end of the show, you're just like, I need to know what happens
0: next. <laughs> so... Yeah. I, I will need to look up like any like part ones. Cause like, I knew that the end of Avatar was like a four-show block. So I was like, all right, we got to watch. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I mean, we watched all of Avatar, the first series, in like two days. Shit. I mean, like, <laughs> we watched it, like, all day for two full days. Oh, my God. Things kept getting in the way of this one. We d- it just didn't grab us the same. Okay. I still like it as much, yeah. but it wasn't as magical as the first one.
1: Would you want to rewatch this whole series from the beginning?
0: I mean, I've thought about it. Yeah, but in an effort to beat you to the punch, we were just going to start it <laughs> later. But yeah. now that it's already over, I mean, I might as well. You might as well, because I still think season one is one of the best seasons of television that has ever existed on this planet.
1: Yeah, I still can't get over like this. I the story beats one. in Cora are so good. I could honestly talk about it forever, but yeah, <laughs> I shan't.
0: I shan't. All right, you want to take a
1: quick break your and come on
0: back yeah let's do that all right so i've just been picking up all the pumpkins and i eat them so that i can try to uh do all my trees do you just eat
1: an entire pumpkin yeah what does that look like
0: and you gotta eat 10 of them to fill up your belly <laughs>
1: oh my god that's so Yes. Yeah, so like
0: i'm just grabbing them by the stem and then just like <laughs> rolling them in my teeth just that's... and then i just eat it you know like a corn cob. i'm gonna say like an apple because it leaves like a nice little core at the end
1: okay you pumpkin
0: core yeah you just kind of like just like stick your teeth in it and then and then you rotate it by that stem and just like peel out all the inside with the core and you just throw the husk oh away i was actually really pissed because i had him eat a pumpkin and i was like oh that's like two or three points in my belly right yeah that's fucking one I
1: hope that that the food system they're introducing gives you more points. Like, if you make a complicated food and you eat it, it gives you, like, five or whatever. Because
0: I saw that in the demo. When you, like, cook a food from, like, your ingredients like that, Mm -hmm. you you get five. Fuck yeah. Which is pretty cool. But I was like, but this is a fucking pumpkin. This is a whole pumpkin to myself. (laughs) And it's going to be one. So I was, like, eating ten pumpkins at a time. And I was like, this can't be healthy for this guy. (sighs)
1: <sighs> Folks, Yemtope is a two-person operation from tip to tail. Just the two of us make this show all alone, and we are able to do that because of the power of our patrons. Just this month, we were able to increase our data plan with our host server so we can actually bring you longer episodes, like the last couple you've been listening to. Did you notice they were long? <laughs> yeah, they were. Um, if you like that, if you love Yemtope, if you want more Yemtope in your life and you want to support us to that end you can check out what we got to offer over at patreon.com backslash yimtape. Um if you want to go even beyond that if you want to wear our good name in the streets you can go over to our yimta apparel store the link for that is in the show notes get you some yimtape gear get a coffee mug crack one open and pour it into that coffee mug and drink it with us thank you so much for supporting us we love you guys a whole a whole bunch and now back on over to your regularly scheduled content I was thinking some more about our last episode where we talked about Metroid. Yes. And how we both kind of came to the conclusion, I think, that if a game's hard and you can't beat it, tough titty, right? A little bit. (laughs) I kind of have rethought that.
0: Are you going to be on the everybody should be able to experience every story camp?
1: I might be on that camp. So I listened to um, a podcast called The Besties, which is a relatively popular video gaming podcast. If you are in the world of video gaming, you've probably heard of it. Um, It's, it's pretty good. And I recommend it. I just listened to their latest episode that came out um, on October 22nd. And I would like if y'all would listen to that episode as well. It's so it, there's this organization and
0: I'll listen to it uh, tomorrow.
1: Okay. There's this organization called able gamers and Yeah, Uh, it's my favorite charity of all time.
0: Oh, shit. Okay. I've given to them so many times.
1: Well, that's great. Uh, They talked to their chief development officer about, like, the importance of accessibility in video games. And it kind of changed my mind on things. Because I wasn't thinking that, like, because a video game is hard, it's inaccessible, you know? I was just thinking that, like, I guess I'm viewing difficulty of a video game on a separate spectrum to accessibility like if metroid is difficult for people because it's not accessible then that's a different conversation i think than you and i were having right because i'm thinking
0: able gamers is more people with disabilities that they cannot play a game like your average person yeah people that might be paralyzed in their right arm so they can't really work two joysticks you know right
1: or they can't use a mouse
0: yeah like they are more accessible in being able to be able to play a game outside of the normal way yeah which i think is amazing yeah it's
1: very cool shit like he was the the guy was talking about just like all the different ways that they've
0: helped people
1: who have disabilities become gamers when they think they couldn't you know
0: yeah
1: it's just really cool and heartwarming and i think that um Yeah, the conversation in my mind was about, like, whether or not you can get good, not whether or not you are physically capable of playing the game. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, if if Metroid... Do you find Metroid to be... I guess you don't really have, like, insights on whether it's accessible or not because you're an able-bodied person.
0: I mean, it's not, but almost no Nintendo game is.
1: Yeah, I guess. Because the consoles are, like handheld and
0: i mean there's probably third-party attachments or whatever that you could use to modify i mean xbox xbox is actually a really big proponent of that they have created like full controllers of their own design for people to be able to play some of their games on their console yeah i mean there's accessibility in like i feel like when you talk accessibility that's strictly talking in a disabled way. Cause yeah. Because you, you can take that as small as being colorblind. Or like reading subtitles. Yeah. And having like an accessibility for high contrast or bigger font to read those subtitles, you know? Yeah. I feel like accessibility is not the same as if a game is hard or not. Yeah. It's, can can I play this if I am not... An average, able-bodied gamer, you know?
1: Right, yeah. So I wanted to, like, clarify our past selves that we weren't, like, dunking on people who are not capable of playing a game due to accessibility features being missing. Like, I think that if, if a game is intentionally difficult for anybody to play... Like if it if it has accessibility features but it doesn't have like a make this easier slider. I yeah. I get it. Like I think that it's easy for developers to put that shit in there. Like for control. They had this is one thing for control to to tout about control is they had a lot of accessibility features for it. It made me able to experience the story, even though the story was admittedly <laughs> not great. Yeah. But I was still able to, you know, play through and beat the game, even though I Hated the gameplay.
0: Do you think there's ever gonna come a time that we don't absolutely dunk on that game? <laughs> I
1: don't think so. I think every time <laughs> I have the opportunity to mention how <laughs> dog shit that game is, I'm gonna bring it up. But
0: you um, are real mean to that game.
1: I'm sorry, Control, but you hurt me, and I spent <laughs> money and time on you. <laughs> yeah, I just I just wanted to like clarify. I didn't. I I was hoping that nobody out there. Would Was offended by us saying games shouldn't be accessible did we say accessible I don't think so but that's that's the the conversation that was in my mind because that same podcast the besties they had talked about Metroid in a previous in the previous week and they talked about how they they had exactly the same conversation we had essentially like it's a hard game it's intentionally hard so it doesn't need to be made less hard for people who are not good at it
0: yeah Yeah, I think that is very different than accessible. Yeah. Which which is why the Game Awards every year, which, by the way, that is coming up in a couple months. Ooh. They have a category for, like, a game that has provided the most accessibility in it. Okay. And I think last year it was The Last of Us Part Two. Ah. Dude, when you go into the menu for that game, for the accessibility, it's like pages of stuff.
1: Good. I mean, that's... The ideal future, right? Like you want you want people to be
0: able to experience a game in the way the designers intended it. So then, okay. So I feel like that. I feel like their accessibility, because I can think of a couple of them where I'm like, all right, that's not what we were saying. Where it's like physically able to play it. Like, yeah, they have one where it highlights. well, oh, I guess that's for if your eyes aren't as good let's say, is your average person. Because there's one in there where all enemies are just highlighted in red. Uh-huh. It basically strips all the textures out of the game. Okay. And so, like, the world is gray, your character is blue, anyone bad is red, and pick, and then items that are able to be picked up are yellow. Okay. So, like, there's only three colors to focus on. Yeah. Like, if if there's a red thing, that's bad. You know? It's not, it's not, you know, all right, can I see that guy through this window the way like it would be, you know? Yeah. And I feel like the term accessibility is a very broad term because it can, it can mean like, you know, a huge amount of things. It could be related to someone's hearing, being able to, you know, I can't hear the game, so I can't pick up on these cues. Yeah. Seeing it to doing that to, you know i you know I can't hold a controller the way it's designed to be held, you know right it's it's a pretty big topic it is but, there's
1: there's so much in there that yeah like depths that you and I aren't even aware of you know that goes yeah. into the game design and the the consumer half of it,
0: so I will piggyback off of you with that one because I agree if if you thought that's what we meant last time. We do apologize. That is not what we were saying. We meant if you can play the game, if you can, you know, find a way to get into the game to be able to control it and do whatever. It's that mastery of it that I don't think the people should have to concede on.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, like, sure. Let's say you're going to play chess, right? Maybe you can't move the pieces, so you get something that can move the pieces for you, but that doesn't change the idea of the game of chess. Right. You know what I mean? The the game is still the game. Just can you be able to input what you want into it to get what you're trying to do? You right. know. I think that's where accessibility comes into play. Can I play can I can I access the game? Not yes. can I be good at the game. That's Not a different can I beat question. The game. <laughs> that's a different question. Yes. Because there are a bunch of games that I've put down because I just was like, no, nope, too hard. Done. Yep. Like, I don't want to do that. And I'm fortunate enough to be pretty able-bodied. But, you know, if a game pisses me off a little too much, I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> the end. I am not that interested. I guess just speaking more on games. Because uh, I've been trying to play some games lately. Okay. This is a different type of accessibility that I would like to discuss with you. Uh, It was Lara Croft's birthday the other day. Okay. Uh, Monday, August 25th, was the 25th anniversary of Tomb Raider, Lara Croft, right? Nice. I've never really played them until the newer ones. And Taylor had always wanted to play the older ones, and she was like, I'm ready to do that. Okay. Make that happen for me. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I was like, all right, well, I think I bought them on the PlayStation 3 because you could buy PS1 games digital then. I was like, all right, right, I'll have to set that up. So I found my PlayStation 3, set it up, and that was a whole mess in and of itself because I had to try to find a controller and then get it charged. And then, like, my one good controller's gone. And I just had this little crappy one. So I was like, all right, well, I got it all working. There's, There's Tomb Raider. It's right there. Press play, it works. Because I downloaded it four years ago, right? Uh-huh. I was like, ah, well, 2 and 3 aren't on there. After you play tonight, I'll figure out how to get this thing signed back in. Because, like, the PlayStation 3 wouldn't sign in, even though I was using my right password. And it turns out you have to do something special on their actual website to get the PS3 back online. What? It was a whole process, right? Jeez. So I get the PS3 put back online... And I go to the store to buy the games, and I can't buy them. Why not? I don't know. You can't buy them. Like, I pulled up Tomb Raider 2 on the PlayStation Classics thing. It's sitting right there. There's no button to hit buy. Why? (laughs) And I was like, okay, do I own it? Like, maybe it's not saying buy, because I own it. Yeah. But I can't really figure out if I own it, because there's no easy way to just go, here's the games that I own. So I combed through this list of like 800 items that I'd ever downloaded or touched on the PlayStation 3 in the time that I had it. Like, several times. And I never saw two or three. So I was like, okay, well, I know that they were going to close the PlayStation 3 store. Sony was going to shut down those servers, no more PSN for the PlayStation 3, PSP, or the Vita. Okay. Okay. And the world threw a hissy fit, so they are like, okay, PSP shut down, but you can have PlayStation 3 and the Vita. Okay. Buy games on there as long as you want still. Well, it looks like they may have already kind of turned some stuff off, because you cannot buy anything. Well, that's weird. Like, there, there's games that have prices on them, like it said, you know, The Last of Us, because that originally came out on the PlayStation 3. There it is. It says it's 20 bucks to buy it. You click on it, there's no button to buy it. So it's not like it's just the PlayStation Classics ones. It's anything on that store. Why? There's no way to purchase them. And you can't access that store through their website on an actual computer. That takes you to the current PlayStation store.
1: That's obnoxious.
0: So there's no way to do anything. And it, like, shows games that I've bought on there, and it's like, Will I be able to download these again one day? I spent money on this, and will a day come that I just don't get it now? I better download them all now. That's or what else I'm thinking. They're gone. Like,
1: can you download all of them and then save them to like your one of your mini terabyte
0: hard drives and just have them? I mean, probably. But I was like, okay, this is this is the first this is like the first hit in that digital future that I don't like. Yeah, because I haven't done anything. Nothing's really changed. It's just aged, and they want to close this server. And in doing that, because there's no other way for me to play the Tomb Raider games. If I want to play Tomb Raider One on the PS One, I either need the disc that I can put in a PlayStation One or PlayStation Two console, or that digital version on the PS Three because it's not on the four or five.
1: Man, somebody needs to catch the fuck up. Yeah, how the fuck am I supposed to play this game?
0: Yeah, that's not a good business model. I mean, I think Xbox does it. I think yeah. I think if you have an Xbox, like, original Xbox game, that'll play in the Series X. Yeah. I think. I know it does 360 games, but I don't know about, like, original Xbox ones. And if it did, that'd be cool. But also, that controller had buttons on it that aren't on any of the controllers since, so there's some <laughs> games, I don't know how you could play them. I mean, you could probably read them. the controls, right? Well, no, they, it, it had more buttons than are on current controllers. Well, that's weird. Because they had a black and white button back then. Huh. They had the two triggers, uh, Y, X, B, and A, and then a black and white button.
1: Where was the black and white button?
0: Underneath the, the like four buttons on the controller. Weird. And I know that because the one game that I would play from the original Xbox on there, use those buttons a lot. Okay. It was Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2005. What? I <laughs> love the, the Tiger Woods games. They're so good. Oh my god! I learn new things about you every single episode. Um. I like golf, by the way. Golf is cool. I love golf. I can, like, watch it on TV and just be like, Wah! and get all crazy with it. It's so, so fun. All right. Um. So to that end, one of the games that they released on PlayStation Plus for this month was 2K21, some golf game or whatever. Okay. So I've actually been playing the shit out of that, and I'm not great at it, but it's as close as I can get to Tiger Woods 2005. Because it was the greatest golf game that existed. All right. So, like, if I put that game in the Xbox, I don't know if, it, if I could even play it. Because there's two buttons that just disappeared from Xbox controllers.
1: I need to Google this, just so I know for my personal peace of mind. Can you play an Xbox game on Series X? Not Xbox One games. Xbox
0: games. Yeah, like, Series how Xbox. do you... OG Xbox game. <laughs> like What
1: games are compatible? How do you say that? Um, Xbox... Can play original backward?
0: Xbox games on Series X.
1: Okay. Looking at backward compatibility here. Oh, here we go. Original Xbox games. So there is a list of backwards compatible ah. games, and there's 38 of them.
0: 38? That's not a lot. It is not a lot. And I bet Tiger Woods 2005's not on there. Let me have
1: a look for you, just
0: in case. Because <laughs> I'll be like, no black and white button, sorry.
1: They got uh, Destroy All Humans, they got Psychonauts, they got KOTOR. It's probably going to be all the, uh, you know, the biggins. Blood Rain, fuck yeah. I haven't thought of Blood Rain in years. They're
0: remaking Blood Rain, by the way. Oh my god, really? Yeah, I'm real excited. Wow.
1: <gasps> Hunter the Reckoning? Oh my god, did you ever play that game? No.
0: Oh, uh, it sucks
1: it was so stupid you play a little vampire hunter it's just the most fun yeah there's like a woman in it with pants that are half pants and half shorts and it was one of my first loves oh my god <laughs> um i don't see your tiger woods game i'm so sorry exactly see but they do have uh the king fighters of neo
0: wave oh yeah fuck yeah basically none of the games that i owned yeah okay
1: That's like all the Star Wars games, though. They really care about preserving the Star
0: Wars. Yeah, they do. So, you know, I've talked about the digital future and how, like, it scares me sometimes. Yeah. And most people are like, but, like, why would it ever go away? Well, why would it ever go away? Like, we think Steam is so untouchable. But, like, what if Steam closes one day?
1: There will be a day where Steam is
0: going to go. Steam will not be here forever. There are very few things that are... If it is... I will be so happy. (laughs) Like, Steam is great. Yeah. I'm going to now say that I have grown to like it more because of its preservation. Yeah. Because I can get Tomb Raider 1, 2, and 3 on Steam. Hell yeah. And they're, like, a little bit better. Like, the graphics are, like, slightly cleaned up. Yeah. So it's not like playing the original game, but I can still play the game. So that's cool enough for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's another thing that's cool about PC gaming is that, like, you don't have to worry about backwards compatibility it's pretty much always going to be playable as far as i know
0: i mean yeah because it can only work better yeah going forward
1: and that's the beauty of emulation too like so many games from the original consoles are now available on emulators on a pc
0: and see people emulating is such a i feel like this is a secret deep dive that we're doing sorry guys (laughs) emulation is such an iffy topic what do you think about it I love emulation. I think that... I
1: mean, I know it's touchy because people are like, you have to buy the game before you emulate it. But like, what if I want to play, I don't know, Conqueror's Bad Fur Day, and I just... I never got the chance to buy it as a child. I'm sorry. Yeah. Can I emulate that legally? Does that feel fine? I mean, I... Personally, I will wave the pirate flag. I don't give a shit about pirating any kind of media. I do it. I know it's problematic, but I'm going to do it anyway. I have less money than those people.
0: Here's the thing. How are you going to give your money to conquer now? Yeah. Are you going to go out to eBay and buy a copy on N64 to feel justified in playing a cleaned up version? Right. Emulate it now, you know? I
1: think that emulation is a touchier subject for more modern stuff because i know that like less yes. than a week after metroid came out metroid dread there were emulators up and running in 4k
0: yeah which i mean i own it so i was like and i own it multiple times over you sure do but i was like eh, i just don't want to go through the trouble of figuring that out you yeah know? so i just didn't worry about it yeah but yeah like for older stuff
1: and for stuff that you just can't get here, like, there was not a release for a couple of Phoenix Wright games, and so we did, like, a fan translation emulated for them, okay. because we just can't fucking buy them here, and the yeah. fan translation is good enough.
0: Exactly. Like, I mean, I'm for it. There's some, like, there's some game. like, I wanted to play the Paper Mario games before yeah. Origami King, and people are, were selling that game for 300 bucks a piece. Dear God. And it was like, okay, I can spend three hundred dollars or I can just go play it.
1: Yeah, or I could spend zero dollars and hang out in my my home and play it.
0: Like Yeah. I don't And granted I... I didn't I didn't play it because like stuff was missing from the screen. Yeah. Like it was a bad emulation, I guess. So I was like, ah fuck it, I'm not gonna play it then. Yeah. I'm not going to like play it and go, okay, I'm imagining Bowser standing there when he's not, you know, like that, <laughs> that didn't work for me.
1: I think that emulation is a great way also to preserve games. Like yes. emulators were made for the purpose of game preservation almost, you know? Yeah. And I just think if, if a person loves a company enough, they're going to support them. There's always going to be support. Like you bought two copies of Metroid, even though you could have emulated it for free. Yeah. And I, I've bought every single Phoenix Wright game a couple of times. We bought them on the Wii just to see how they would look. We bought them again on exactly. the Switch just to see how they would look.
0: <laughs> so like, here's, here's what I heard somebody say one time. And I, and I totally believe it. If companies would give us, cause that's the thing, like, where else am I supposed to play? I mean, like you bought a game that you just like. Yeah. I want to play Paper Mario and the Thousand-Year Door because Origami King came out and they say nothing tops Thousand-Year Door. Right. So I want to play the best in the franchise. How am I supposed to play it? Nintendo didn't ever put it on the Virtual Console when they did that again. They've never re-released it. Like, how am I supposed to play it? Yeah. And this one guy said if you would give consumers easy legal access to your games they will always pay
1: yeah because why not it's just it's convenient i give you 20 dollars; you give me paper mario
0: yeah like they put pokemon red blue and yellow on the 3ds for the 20th anniversary or some shit yeah and i spent 30 bucks and bought all three of them i own them all multiple times over yeah but they, I could have them on my 3DS so easily in my pocket. Right.
1: Like the same thing with the, the Mario thing that they released last year for the Switch. Like, yes, it was three games. It was the exact same games. They didn't update them at all. But I just wanted to be able to play them on the Switch if the if the nerve struck, you know?
0: Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, I know that you have to work around the entire structure of how your console like, renders and outputs games to get an older game to play on something new, and I know that that takes time. Sure. But you you can't tell me that the amount of cost that it would take if you just kept up with it versus how many times. I've bought Super Metroid on every Nintendo console that it's available on. I've bought it, like, you know, five times over. Right. You bought Phoenix Wright three times over because yeah. it was on a new system. Exactly. You can't tell me that if you didn't just, like, kind of keep up with it, you wouldn't recoup the cost from people double, triple dipping, or in my case, quintuple dipping. <laughs> like, I bought I bought it on the Super Nintendo, I bought it on the Wii, I bought it on the Wii U, I bought it on the 3DS, and I didn't have to buy it on the Switch, but if you would have charged me money, I'd have bought it on the Switch. Yeah. That's five times on all systems. I can just play it whenever and wherever I want to. Right. But they don't do that. So you leave no choice but emulation and pirating, in a sense, you know?
1: Yeah, it's like when when the consumer has nothing left that they can do, we will get it illegally.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to get them on Steam, and we're going to wind up playing every Tomb Raider game... On Steam, because every single, every single one of them is on Steam.
1: Good. And see, like, you're able to get it legally, so you do it.
0: <laughs> and they're seven bucks a piece. Like, that's not that's, bad. Yeah, that is cheap as hell. That is worth it. I mean, I'm still going to wait for some kind of Steam sale and maybe <laughs> swing them for a five to four dollars a piece, but... Yeah, maybe. This is the first time I've been burned by the idea of the digital front. Yeah, It's just, there's nothing I can do. There's no choice. All these games that I spent money on, they're just gone now. You're at the mercy of companies, really. Yeah. So, I... I Yeah. Sorry to backdoor deep dive you. (laughs) I mean, I know that everyone's into it, and I know that it is what what companies want in the future, because I just saw a video where they were talking about Simply the cost of putting a game on a disc, getting it to a store, and how much they lose in the profits, right? Versus I sell it on my storefront and boom, 100% of it's mine. Yeah. Like, there's more money to be had in the digital, but they also have more control to keep it away from me. Right. So it's like, they're maximizing profits and gaining control, and all we're gaining, they gain twofold... And we only gain having less clutter. Right. Like, I think we come out on the losing end of the digital front as opposed to them, because then they can turn around and just be like, you know, what, Kelsey, your whole Steam library gone because, you know, Apple did that to me once already. Did they? I bought a whole bunch of stuff on iTunes and they they took whole albums away from me.
1: Oh, my God. And they didn't refund you.
0: And I was like, hey, where's my shit? And they were like, well, can you prove you bought it? And they wanted me to dig out receipts from like five years ago. Oh, my God. And I had two of the three things that I was trying to find. And so they gave me back those and just said, well, sucks to suck on that one and said, too bad. But I know that I bought them. You know how I know? How? When you bought them digital, you got like, you got like the book that would come in a normal CD with it. Yeah. And that was on my iPod. So if that only came from me buying it digital, why do I have the art book that comes with that purchase on my iPod? Because I bought it from you. (laughs) And they were like, got to have a receipt. And I had bought it like six years before. Jesus. So like you expect us to keep receipts for like 20 years and be like, oh, all right, Kelsey, you want back for blood again? Well, can you prove the day that you bought it? god can you prove that you bought it to me and you're like <laughs> i was no that was when i was getting my ac fixed. They didn't give a fuck about that receipt and they're like well then you just don't own it now <laughs> okay i think that's shitty
1: yeah that is shitty
0: i mean i'm glad that i found another route but it's like i already did this yeah and it it just makes me scared that any company can do it. I mean, it's happened to me multiple times. And it probably won't be the last time. It won't be. And it. I I think that's crazy. Because, like, these people with, the, with their Steam libraries that are, like, thousands of games huge. Yeah. If they took away access to games, you probably wouldn't know. Yeah. You, you have so many. Are you really keeping track? All right. I, I have 1,895. <laughs> and you know it every day? Man, you know? I... I have
1: 53 games that are not downloaded on Steam, and if you took away half of them, like, I would, I would never know. Yeah. Like, I have played
0: probably half of the ones that are in here. Exactly. Like, I just, I think it's a weird, like, the digital practice freaks me out. Like, I like it for things that I don't care about too much. Yeah. Like, I've bought a couple of movies on Vudu, just been like, I just want to watch it real quick. I don't care what happens to it now. You know? Right. But, like, things like this where, like, you're not giving me another choice or have no other avenue, it's frustrating as the person trying to consume something. Yeah. That you've paid for. (laughs) Anyway, that happened. It's been freaking me out lately, but I had a plan and I'm going to be trying out something new. Okay. Actually, because this just happened last night, so we are recording right now last night something went live and I just wanted to give you some quick thoughts about it. Okay. Uh, The new Switch Online plan went live last night. Mm. The expansion pack one. Yes. So are you going to upgrade? I already did. Oh. (laughs) Okay. I mean, it went live. I upgraded. Because I have eight people on it. So, like, like I have my family plan maxed out. Yeah. So it doesn't cost me the full price because I split it amongst my eight people. I guess it makes sense. So it's not really impacting me. And I was like, all right, does does everybody want to pay more? Yeah. Like who doesn't want to, because that's going to be a factor. Cause if like half you guys don't want it, I'm not getting it. Did you just have like a big group text? All these people be like, are you going to pay me? Pretty much. And I got money from everybody. Everybody wanted it. All right, cool. Because they're not paying 80 bucks a piece. Yeah. Like when you're saying this is an $80 item but you only want 10 bucks from me. Of course it's a deal. So you want it, you know, like right. Nobody was going to say no. Yeah. So yeah, got it last night. Started with it immediately. And what do you think? There's not a lot there. Oh man. I played all the N64 games last night. All of them. I mean, there's six of them. Oh, okay. I was like, all right, Mario Kart, Cool. Did that. Uh, Mario tennis, Let's play a little tennis. I'm like, ah, that's fucking harder than I remember. Uh, ooh, Star Fox. Okay. The C buttons don't really work anymore because they, they don't have C buttons on modern oh. controllers. So yeah. they mapped it to the right joystick and I can't do a fucking barrel roll. Ugh. I was like, um, that's hard. Uh Let's play this one. And I was like, oh, okay. It looks all right. I was like, okay, well, I'm bored. Now what? You know? Yeah. So actually I went to the Sega games. And I played through all of Shinobi 3 because that game's fucking dope. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Okay. But I beat it. So now what? Like the there's end. not a lot to do, you know, yeah. for double the price. And I heard that Nintendo's saying it's Sega's fault. Oh. They were saying that the licensing fees that they wanted to put those games on there are why we have to pay more. Okay. Like, we're paying because Sega wanted a lot of money, and I'm like, throw I don't the know bus. how much I buy it. Sure, throw that out there as the reason, but, like, I need a bit more proof, you know? Yeah. And just like, well, they said, you know.
1: They wanted it, so, you know.
0: It's been not even 12 hours, and I'm like, done with it. Shit. Mario Kart's probably fun online. But yeah. nobody else is upgraded, so... Who am I going to play it with, you know? Yeah. Like, they're like, they're like wants to play Mario Kart. I mean,
1: I would want to play Mario Kart, but I haven't
0: upgraded it. I know. And are you gonna? Uh, probably not. Honestly, if it's like just those games, I don't yeah. really care. Because here's the thing, because Ismail asked me today in the Discord, and I thought about it last night, too. I think the price increases only in effect if you want that extra shit.
1: Okay. So like, for I me... think you
0: can stick with the normal one and it's still 20 bucks a year. Okay. Well, or you can get this extra stuff and it's 50. Yeah. I think I'm just going to stick with the normal one. Yeah. Cause my mom plays animal crossing and she's, you know, sending me stuff on the Island. And I was like, Oh mom, they did that update. They may want more money from you. Yeah. And she was like, well, they didn't say anything. And I was like, well, let me think about it. I was like, well, why would they? Cause you're not asking for the expansion pack. You don't care about those extra games. They were already charging 20 for this. I don't think they can just raise the price and force you to grab that optional upgrade. Yeah. So I think it's only more if you want the 64 shit. Okay. But otherwise it's still 20 and 35. Which is not okay. bad. Yeah. Cuz it's definitely not worth it for the bigger one. I only did it because I have a means that works for me to have it. Like, if you and Richard wanted it, well, one, it's just the two of you, so it's just 80 bucks out of your own pocket. Right. Not worth it. So let's say it's you and some, you know, somebody from another household, so you split it in half, 40 apiece. Mm, still probably not worth it, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm looking at the list of games, and I just don't, like, have a desire to go play these and honestly if I did I would emulate them
0: (laughs) like the only one I want is Paper Mario yeah I want to play the original Paper Mario and that one's not even on there yet it's confirmed to be coming but it's not there yet it's coming so it might be good later but right now this is a it's a fucking piss poor deal I think it's awful (laughs) I've said that before already but now actually having it this fucking sucks
1: All right. Well, I mean, at least you have it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that does mean I get the Animal Crossing DLC for free. That's nice. So come the fifth, I just get to start playing that stuff. Yeah. Whereas you got to pay 25 bucks and stay on the normal plan. Right. But like I said in the last show, you come out better because you pay a one time and then you're done where I'm going to pay on it for the rest of time.
1: Right. But I mean, I'm, you're not paying the full price. I think if you were paying true. the $80, I think that's a terrible deal and you should just buy the expansion. Yeah. But since you're on the like the family plan and you have a bunch of people on it, it's probably worth it for you.
0: Yeah. But like, I'll never own that DLC. I will constantly be paying a subscription to it. Yeah. Like, forever. So I'll wind up paying more than 25 bucks for it. You know? Right. So I just think it's a bad... I just think it's bad all around. Just bad. But I got it. Oh, and people are saying... Actually, a lot of stuff has come out that the 64... Because what they do is they actually emulate these games. Oh. Like, there's an emulator built in that you're just accessing that emulator and playing their games. Okay. So Nintendo's really big on striking down people that, like, have their ROMs and stuff online. Yeah. But then they've downloaded those same ROMs and are now selling them to us.
1: That's so sinister <laughs> and it's, so corporate.
0: Yeah, it's really bad. Damn. But most of the 64 games don't even work properly. Really? Well, like I told you, I couldn't fucking barrel roll last night. Yeah. It was like, do this button press. And I was like, it's not doing it. <laughs> like, I even beat the first level. I think I can play it. But why can't I do this maneuver? That's why they're trying to sell you those new controllers that they had. Yeah, probably. Well, like, apparently all the fog in all the games isn't rendering right. Mm. So apparently a lot of the games look bad. And then somebody said that there's really bad input lag. That's rough. I kind of thought that might be true because I was playing Mario Tennis and I was like, I used to be fucking bomb at this game. (laughs) And like, I couldn't hit a serve to save my life.
1: Okay, it's not old memory of Legos. video I was game like it's
0: bad. I was like I'm not that bad at this game. Right? <laughs> okay. But I watched a video where they tested it today and they were like, "Nah, it's the same." It's okay. Good. So I was like, "All right, I just fucking suck at N64 games now." <laughs> <laughs> because I was bad at all of them. And you know, I wasn't even bad at Mario Kart, but you know what? Fuck Wario because Okay. I was just cruising so far ahead. I had three mushrooms. I'm just blazing by. And he just like slingshot past me like I was fucking going so slow. <laughs> and I was like, uh, fuck this little fat
1: dude. Where I did love- he come from? He comes from everywhere. Wario is
0: omnipresent. I was pissed. I was pissed. So I stopped playing all the 64 games. Hate him. Okay. If they, if they ruin my experience with Goldeneye, I will get pissed.
1: I can't wait to hear about that when that happens eventually. We will
0: see. But I will buy one of those controllers for that one, though. You better.
1: As long as they release the gold one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have one last thought for you. Okay. So in our Friday roundup last week, I covered the Steam tabletop convention thing that was happening yes and actually today the day that we're recording this is the last day that it's available so if y'all missed out on it you done missed out but i bought gloomhaven because that was not on sale but like advertised as part of the tabletop rpg okay. video game package so i've been playing gloomhaven for years that this is actually a game that i did kickstart yes. um and we've been playing it on tabletop for as long as it's been out Uh, So they just released the video game version of it, which is like, it mimics the actual board game, but it also has a campaign of its own that's separate entirely. So it's new stories, um, same characters and all that, but new lore and new places to explore, which is really exciting. And the thing about this game, first of all, the box for it, like for the board game is enormous. It is easily the largest game on my shelf it's okay. It's the size of a small dog <laughs> and set up for it is it's just so much it, It's hefty. It, it's hefty. It takes an hour to set up and tear it down basically Jesus. Okay. So it's always like a dedication you, you have like a group of people that come over on a specific date and you like put it together and then you play it and then you tear it down and it's like a whole it's an event. So for the video game it's so easy you just go in and like things are already set up for you it's amazing okay uh i'm really enjoying it i'm playing it with just richard uh we're having the time of our lives it's always nice to have you know just like a husband and wife game that we can play together because we have we have so many games that we're playing with our with our friends and with other people and it's always good to just come back and have like some husband and wife time over a video game and Gloomhaven is doing that for us right now, and it's making me happy. It's really good. It's overwhelming a little bit because there's just so many, so many things. But the board game is overwhelming, so I kind of expected it from the video game. Yeah, but um, so far so good with it. I like it a lot, and I recommend it to anybody out there who enjoys tabletop video gaming. It is really similar to Divinity Original Sin if you have played that. Okay, um, it's it's just real good. I like it.
0: I'll lock it.
1: I'll like it. Well, good. All right. You ready to pack up this game?
0: Yeah, I'm ready to wait for a Steam sale. Hang up the old controller. Oh, no. I will be bringing the controller. (laughs) All right, guys. Please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this lovely audience. You guys are beautiful. You're the beautiful people. We love you guys. We love being in your ears. Your lovely, beautiful ears. Don't forget (laughs) to, to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode because we release weekly every single Monday. The Mtop guarantee. Stamp of approval. Take it to the bank. However you want to say it. It's a guaranteed foolproof thing. And if you love that about us, you want to see us go on to do more stuff, please take a second to go out to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating, and maybe a little nice words in a review. That would help us out so much and mean a lot to us too. And please don't forget, you can also find us and friend
1: us on each and every social media. We are at Y-M-B-T-O-A-P. That stands for You Must Be Thinking of Another Podcast. You can find us there on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We just wrapped up Streamtober. And I want to say a huge thank you specifically to the people who watched because I love you so much. We love you for coming out, for showing support. Um, It was A really really fun streamtober we had a good time
0: it was our most successful streamtober to date i would say
1: i would agree and thank you all so much for showing up and showing out and thank you especially to our patrons for supporting us monetarily you can also email us at ymbtoap at gmail.com we want that listener mail how do you feel about emulation how do you feel about game accessibility are you a person with a disability who has to modify the way you play games we're interested in that shit let us know
0: And don't forget, our theme song is The Grim Pru Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube. Go show him as much love as you show us. We are a big community of creators. Let's go give everybody just all the love that we can. And as always, thanks for listening, and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Am I going to become a steam junkie now?
1: More
0: important sound we wanted you to hear. Oh Whoa. shit! Oh, sorry. One. No, my uh, switch was on its little tiny kickstand, and I oh. barely bumped it, and it flew across the room. Well, you then, know.
1: if that's not an advertisement for the new switch, I don't know what else is. I know. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> let me tell you about this mess before I tell you about a different mess. Okay. Did you see with the new switch? There's a guy who put out a video going, "How durable is the new OLED switch model?" And it's him taking like a box cutter and like Whoa. shaving on the screen <gasps> what? and like holding a lighter to the screen for like 10 minutes at a time just to see how durable it is. What the fuck? It's the worst. It hurt me as a person that likes technology to yeah. watch this happen. Tortured that poor baby. I'll have to send it to you guys. It was, it was a mess. <laughs> I, I didn't watch the real thing. I just saw like the clips as somebody, somebody else talked about it. How durable is it? I guess durable enough because he beat the shit out of it and was still playing Breath of the Wild, so.
1: Okay.